It's the Beat Break Morning Show with Sean Garvey and the crew. Welcome back to the Beat Break Morning Show. Good morning, Sean Garvey. Make sure you follow us on all social media at Beat Break Radio. Don't forget to download the podcast FM app to your mobile device. That is the podcast FM app available wherever you get your app. Sean Garvey, DJ Rollum, and Star Kells, who is in Africa right now. Joining with us on the Beat Break Morning Show, uh, an actor, of course. He's doing a lot of big things. You can check him out on the Paramount Plus Network. Uh, I'm already addicted to the show just by watching the first episode, so I got a lot of binge watching to do. And uh, this gentleman that I'm about to bring on right now is giving me more reasons to check out the show and other projects he's working on. Marcus Brandon on the Beat Break Morning Show. Good morning. How you doing? Hey, good morning. What's up, my brother? Appreciate you having me, man. Thanks for hosting me. Man, I appreciate you for coming on and, and talking to us, man. You know, I, I always love actors and actresses doing a lot of great things on television and in film, yes. on screen, off screen, because uh, that's the platform. You know, we work on the platform for up and coming new and established mm-hmm. actors and actresses doing great things, man. Uh, you heard me just say Mayor of Kingston. Of course, I'm already addicted to the show. You know how whenever you watch a television show, right? And yeah. at first, you know, you hear about it and you be like, oh, you know, I don't have time to watch it. I'm doing so many different <laughs> things at one time. Yeah. But as soon as you watch the first episode, you start oh, to get man. hooked on it, right? And then, you yeah. you know, you want to watch the second and the third. And next thing you know, you already yeah. watching the entire season. You looking forward to yeah. season two and season three. <laughs> so we're going to get into yeah. that. Uh, but we got a lot to unpack and learn about you, Marcus Brandon. Uh, military household. You grew up in a military household and you spent a lot of your childhood in Europe. So talk to us about that journey being uh you know growing up in a military household yeah yeah it it was it was definitely different it wasn't the traditional childhood that many people hear about but uh it was it was a a gift and a curse it was a blessing because my parents come from humble beginnings and it gave my father my pops a way out Mm -hmm. from uh, moss point mississippi and he, he wanted to see more in the world he wanted to be able to to have a afford a better life and and the military was a way for him to get out and through the military, he was uh, able to meet my moms, and and they made it happen. And we was uh, off to the races from there. Um, I I've done lived in so many different diverse backgrounds. Man, I, I lived in trailer parks and projects and suburbs. Wow, Europe, the southern states of America. So there, there's not a lot of group of people that you can't throw me in the mm-hmm. room with, and I can't relate to them. But yeah. growing up in the military really just gave me, because I got to travel and see Europe at a young age and see other cultures, I think it gave me a more open mind at a younger age mm-hmm. than, than some people are uh, typically privileged to. And I'm very grateful for that because it definitely lends its hands to my acting. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, and also experiencing different cultures uh, around mm-hmm. the world and, and just in Europe. Yeah. Like, what else have you learned on your journey traveling around the world? You know, as a person who not only advocates mental health, but I also yeah. advocate for traveling and just learning different cultures yeah. and stuff like that. Like, you know, what other things did you pick up uh, being brought up in that particular environment? Yeah, I think, um, as I mentioned, just being more open-minded because I see that, you know, the, the the globe doesn't revolve around just America, United States of America. It doesn't just revolve around markets. There are so many different lives and lifestyles and cultures out here that everybody has their own traditions, their own uh, etiquette, their own uh, way of living and be able to see that there's not just one way to go about this on this planet and understanding that some people are born to more fortunate situations than others. And it lets you know sometimes how how lucky you can be mm-hmm. being in the shoes that you are. And you might think that especially in the United States of America, think that, you know, you might be struggling or think that you you want more. We always want more. But yeah. when you really get out into the world, you really see how fortunate you you can be um, and, and being grateful for the things that you do have because a lot of people are not as fortunate. But also, just, also I just got to see how loving the world can be as well mm-hmm. and, and how open arms parts of the world can be 
uh, especially when there's a lot of harsh parts of this world, but there's a lot of, a lot of loving people out there yeah. and people who are welcoming and uh, having that as a kid, really, I think distilled in myself as well. I think I, I like to be as open-minded and, and welcoming to people's differences and, uh, the way people, you know, perceive and subjectively walk through this world, mm. man. Um, and just understanding how people, you know, humans work in general. We all just work different. Yeah, it's so amazing you say that because I think people who don't travel or get out of that comfort mm -hmm. zone, they are simply closed-minded. They think that mm -hmm. they know all the answers <laughs> by, um, you know, just going by what the news say to them or just by mm -hmm. reading newspapers and stuff like that but you really don't know unless you travel or unless you get out of your yeah. comfort zone and you go to all these different places and like don't just go to these these different places just for fun or just to say right. hey i went here <laughs> and i went there but it's yeah. also a, a a learning experience an educational yeah. experience to learn different cultures and to have that sense of humility and, he, and right. that, that sense of humanity for people, yeah. That's yeah, big, man. Immerse yourself in, in that in that culture. Definitely, if you don't have a passport, get yourself a passport. <laughs> it's worth, I, uh, you, worth I, I, I had this <laughs> premonition that you was about <laughs> to say that. Like, if you don't yeah. have a passport, get you one. <laughs> yeah, man. That's sad. Like, I, I forgot what the statistic is. I don't usually quote statistics, but mm. I know it's a high number of people in the United States of America that does not have a passport. Mm. And I've never been out the country, and and I personally think that's a shame. Not that there's there's a lot of beautiful parts of America, uh, United States of America, a lot of parts I still haven't explored, but there's just so much more in this world, and yeah. you should have the don't limit yourself because you don't have a passport. You know, at least give yourself the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Another fun fact about you is that you I'm are happy. a proud member of Kappa Alpha Phi fraternity. Uh, why do I why do I continue to keep coming across members of you all? <laughs> yeah. So. Kappa Alpha Psi is the best, man. Yo. Wow. <laughs> Yo to all the noobs. Yeah. yeah what man. was that experience like for you? Um I, I loved it. I I enjoyed it very much. Um a lot of my very close friends to this day come by way of being a member of Cap Alpha Psi and um, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I, I do take that uh, and, and tell people that don't define your life by it. It's not something that you have to be in. It's not something that you should go out and, and uh, sacrifice things to be in, but it is a privilege to be in one. It is, it is definitely a great experience if you are fortunate to become a member of any of the the uh, divine nine greek organizations um so definitely if you're interested definitely explore it i loved it i had a lot of great times i got to give back to my community through my organization and to this day i mean the list of of members that constantly achieve and have done wonderful things that list is long and uh i'm, a, I'm a definitely a proud member yeah, now you got to represent you got to give us the name of the institution what's, what's the institution name or Kappa Alpha Psi yeah. or, or, or the school, the college, uh, the school. Yeah, yeah, Middle Middle Tennessee State University. Oh, the Gamma chapter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but it's, it's, the, it's the white school. Don't get it twisted with Tennessee State University. We're right. close to each other, but <laughs> <laughs> two different schools. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to ask if this is like an HBCU or a PWI. Yeah, but, yeah. P the PWI, but we we had a large. We have not had. We have a very very large congregation of black students uh there on our campus that sometimes it, it often feels like an hbcu but not to take away from the real hbcus because that's something that unfortunately i missed out on but if i had the chance i would love would have loved to attend hbcu i definitely stand behind them 100 percent. absolutely all right so let's fast forward being that uh, you know we're not we're not gonna call you a military brat. I think that's belittling <laughs> calling someone a military brat. You know, I, yeah, I, I, I mean it's a it's a it's a term that I think we all yeah. embrace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and you know from that environment right to yeah. being a a proud member of Kappa Alpha Phi and now acting. What actually drove you into the acting profession? 
Oh, man. I think I've always wanted to be an actor since as long as I can remember. And I remember just growing up with, you know, television with, you know, not to age myself, but I had like TGIF, thank goodness it was Friday. Oh, yes. Lineup. Yes. Yeah, Family <laughs> Matters and all them. Uh, yeah. Step by step. Uh, I would grow up watching, you know, all the great Kung Fu movies and the spy movies, James Bond. I would think I was a spy after watching it, but, yeah. um, and I used to want to, be all these things in life. I used to want to have so many different lives in one lifetime. I just wanted to experience all these different occupations and potential careers. But then I realized that I actually wanted to be the person who was inspiring me to do this because I wanted to hopefully one day inspire other people to live different lives that they may have not been aware of or may have not thought they could do mm. and just change. You know, I want to be able to affect people in that way, just create that magic. Yeah, you know, it's funny because a lot of us, including myself, how I got into radio is watching a lot of cable television. Like, in my yeah. mind, as a kid, cable television was a requirement in the household. Notice I said <laughs> in my mind now, when I was yeah. a young kid, and, and, I, and I got bit by the acting bug just by watching cable television and like you said mm -hmm. you know tgif family matters step by step boy meets world yeah. hanger with mr cooper yeah. you know that huge lineup <laughs> yeah, yeah and even like the saturday morning shows from back in the day and stuff oh, but man. yeah, yeah. saturday mornings was it <laughs> it was it definitely yeah. was um but you know it's, it's one thing right it's one thing to look at television as a kid and inspiring mm -hmm. to be like those characters and like those actors but to actually do it is um, another so walk yeah, walk us through the process of yeah. the uh, of when you went from you know looking at television and aspiring to do it to now you know you you're either taking acting classes or you're going yeah. to auditions and stuff walk us through that process Man, that's that's a deep rabbit hole, as you you probably already know. Um, there's no, you know, at least at least before YouTube and Google was as prominent as it is now. There was no one source to figure out how to do things, and the way that they was presenting actors' lives to us was mm -hmm. overnight successes. It was just like the star was born overnight, and you never really understood that. Even with acting, it takes those 10,000 hours for a lot of people. And I didn't know how to do it. I was just coming. I, I graduated from high school and college in Tennessee. I was just like, I want to be an actor. And one way or the other, I was going to be an actor. And I thought football was going to be my way to eventually acting. I pursued football professionally a little bit. It didn't work out. Um, I decided ultimately to walk away from it because my heart was just in acting. Mm. Even if I went, I was like, I'm going to go for a few years, retire, and that would give me access to being an actor. But uh, I was trying to do plays when I was in D.C., and it just wasn't working. I was throwing spaghetti at the wall. It wasn't sticking. I was just hopping in people's plays, and like people was making promises, like, this play is going to take off someday. It never would. And not not to down them for their efforts and what they were doing. It's just I was, you know, in that desperate phase when you're when you first start out, you're just like, I just want to make it. I just want to make it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I just need to be in the Mecca. So I needed to be in New York, L.A. I got to New York, still trying out for different plays. I found plays on like Craigslist. I found plays online. I was just like, I just I'm on audition. I'm just mm -hmm. going to go out there. I'm going to trust the universe, trust God. Yeah. Somehow, some way this is going to work out. And. One, I was going to audition for this one play, and as I was going to the audition, this class was letting out, ended up being an acting class, and all the students were just laughing and smiling. They just looked like they had the time of their life. And I was like, what did you guys just come from? I want this energy. I didn't even know it was an acting class. I just wanted to know what would happen in that room, because I was something about their energy was addictive to me, and I wanted a piece of it. Yeah. They told me it was an acting class for this renowned uh, teacher and coach, Anthony Apeson, who I owe everything too. I would not be here if it wasn't for him. Phenomenal, phenomenal teacher. He really gave me a great foundation. And once you start getting yourself around your peers, you know, you start building your tribe and everybody has some type of wisdom or resource. They say, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that. So then I started getting my my clips and my reels together. I started getting my resume building up, my marketing materials, the business side of acting that they don't usually teach you even in acting school. And um, 
started applying that. And then still, it was a matter of just making sure I was working something. It might have not been the most glorious things, but I was working. And I joined this play in this Fringe Festival. And it so happened that a big casting director's nephew was in that play with me. I didn't have, I didn't have any idea. I did the play. She saw me after the play. She was like, oh, you did a great job. She's like, do you have an agent? I was like, nah, I don't have any. I'm just out here. Right. Like, what is <laughs> an agent? Like, what is an agent? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm just out here. And I didn't even know who she was. Um, but she was like, let's change that. Here's my number. Give me a call tomorrow. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll email you. <laughs> and still didn't know who she was. She ended up being like this big time uh, commercial agent called Beth Mowski. And she hooked me up with an agent. Uh, commercial agent and then that got me into national commercials and got my face out there and then I just kept pushing kept pushing and I got more recognition and eventually got a manager Melissa Young Management who took me on her wing took that chance on me and the rest is history man yeah just little by little pin that time in pin that work in pin those 10,000 hours in and persevering man perseverance mm. is perseverance is everything it is industry. staying consistent. You know, it's mm-hmm. easy to be in the business, right? You may find yourself yeah. doing one or two commercials, one or do one or two projects yeah. and stuff, and you may be like, "Man, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore." Like I yeah. fell out of love from yeah, acting. Yeah. You know, I want to do other things and and stuff like that. But yeah. if you have the passion and the hunger to do it, you're gonna find the consistency and the perseverance, right. like you said, to keep going and going to where you are yeah. at now. Yes, yes. I, I hear the, the. I was always told the people who make it are the ones who stick around, and and there's definitely nothing wrong with someone who realizes one day that maybe this is not their passion. Just like I did with football, yeah. it's not my passion. I, this is not my my walk. This is not my journey. If you truly feel that, then definitely find something else to do. I tell everybody, this is not an easy industry to be in. If you can find something else to do, then please go do it because this is not for the faint of heart. Right, but. If this is truly your passion, truly your heart, if you truly have to do this until the day you die, stick in there and just continue to stick in there, persevere and just stay at it. And like you said, stay consistent and I promise you something will happen. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. Uh, Marcus Brandon, actor. Right here on the Beat Break Morning Show with Sean Garvey, Star Kells, who is in Africa, and we are now by we are now joined by DJ Rollum, who is with us this morning. What's going on, DJ Rollum? He's getting his life together. <laughs> there we go. What's up, man? What's up, fellas? What's up, my man? Go. We got not much, man. I'm tired of these on computers. Ask for updates, and I do the updates. And man. I did the update yesterday. And now it won't take forever to come on. I'm like, man, my phone. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to stay up with the stay stay up with the updates because the updates yeah. happen. Technology is just moving too fast. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, I just used this computer yesterday, and now it wants yeah. to act funny. Man, yeah, it's, that, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, what would we do without technology? I mean, I, I think we, I think we'll be more. I think we will be more, much more smarter without technology. Maybe, maybe, maybe so. I, I, maybe <laughs> it's possible. I, I definitely use Google a lot, but if I didn't have it, I'd probably depend on myself a lot more. But yeah. I'm a little scared of it too, especially with all this AI, which I'm I'm amazed by. It. I love it, yeah. but I'm a little, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little afraid of what what it may mean. Oh you yeah, see what's going on with China. <laughs> yeah, you see what's going on with those balloons. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those balloons in the sky i'm like oh okay i'm seeing three four five different white balloons in the sky um i'm getting scared now yeah. i used to get i used to get excited i used to get excited as a kid when i see balloons in the sky but now i don't <laughs> no, no. I get. I am par- like marcus i am literally paranoid now every time i see a balloon yeah. in the sky Man, you you never okay, know. Okay, so, so, so one more balloons for for, for celebrations and, and birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> balloons are not allowed. I was like, yeah. If I see one more balloon in the sky, I'm like, you, you better get in the house. Get in the house right now. Right. Get in the house right now. I was gonna say happy birthday, Sean. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah. We still celebrating my birthday, by the way, Aquarius season. Oh, nice. Happy birthday, man. Thank you, thank you. It's a celebration.
Uh, actor Marcus Brandon, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it because, uh, like I said, I, I keep reiterating, I am totally hooked. Also, shouts to Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus been giving us a, a lot of great shows, a lot of great content these days. Um, so you play a deadly leader of the yeah. organization, the Bloods. Yeah. The, the Bloods. Yeah. Ooh, we. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All yeah. right. How, we got to talk about it. How did you land that gig? And, and this is another experience for you because, you know, as an actor, as, as yourself, part of your job is studying. Studying, yeah. doing the research on your character or the organization that you're going to be representing. So talk to us about mm -hmm. that experience that uh, drew you into the character of of a, a deadly leader. I mean, not just a member, a leader yeah. of the Bloods, yeah, yeah. man. Let's talk about that. That's, 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 that's heavy, man. It's heavy. That's, that's You know, just even to be real, uh, when I was offered the role, you know, all the things went through my mind, like, do I want to play a quote-unquote thug? Do I want to play mm. a gang member as a black male? Do I, do I want to, to go this route? But as you say, I watched I watched uh, Mayor Kingstown, like, an episode before my audition to get the tone of the show, to see how the rhythm is. Yeah. And first episode, like you, season one, I was hooked. I was like, oh, man, this is how they're doing it? Okay. This is a good show. And... As more I started to watch the show, I realized that it wasn't just simple black and white. It wasn't just about these uh, quote unquote criminals doing bad things and law enforcement deals. They really was digging into the racism and the 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 uh, miscare and the unfair treatment that takes place in prisons and when these members are incarcerated. And um, I really appreciate that about the show and i was like oh this is more this is about more this character is layered and Diedrich is even though he's deadly he's intimidating and he has to be that way he's the leader of the bloods he can't you know even if you align or a private or a general in the military you cannot look weak to the your opponents or even your fellow members because everyone's looking towards you you have to present yourself a certain way and that's how Diedrich. but he's a true product of his environment but he's also wants better for his fellow members and his community. He wants to legitimize his businesses. He wants to go the right path, but he still is a product of his environment. If you watch the show, he gets mixed up in a deal mm -hmm. that leads him down a path yeah. that makes things difficult for him along with other cast members. And, you know, what can you say? It's, it's, it's unfortunate part of his life, but. I grew up in, like I said, I grew up in so many different environments. I grew up in the hood at times. And yeah. I, I, I know members of the, this organization and other gangs. And I was able to kind of pull from that experience, man, being around it and just understanding that, you know, everyone has their reasons for, for what they do. Mm -hmm. And everyone may not agree with them. Everyone may not believe in them, but they still have their reasons. And for them, those reasons are valid. And for them, those reasons a lot of times are justified. And that's no different for Diedrich. He has his reasons for being the leader of the Bloods. He has his reasons for making the moves he's making. And um, to really, really see this character, you're going to have to watch. Yeah. To, to dig in. Yeah. Uh, me and Roland, we know the history of the Bloods. And mm. um, it's a very intriguing history to learn mm -hmm. about an organization that started out doing mm -hmm. this but transitioned into something else and yeah. to be a part to to play the role of a character of an organization that is not fictional at all it is the mm -hmm. real deal um it 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 gravitates you even more to the character to the person playing it because you know I, i'm a person who believes in the cause and effect of life like mm -hmm. the root is here's what happened in the past to why this person is the way that he or she is mm -hmm. and why they are a part 
of this family of this organization were there some things that you portrayed as the character were there some things that resonated with you that you could relate to playing this character you know like what, what were some things that resonated to you yeah for, for me personally it, it definitely goes back to the um the justification of of his reasons what his inner thoughts are mm. of you know i'm in this situation and i'm just doing what i need to do to, to survive i'm doing what i have to do because there's a line of people who are depending on me and um and i'm not saying i necessarily go through this world with ill intentions yeah but i'm all i do have the mentality of i'm gonna go out here every day i have kids i'm gonna go out here every day and make sure that all my moves and intentions for that day is to empower my kids and to provide a better life for them. Yeah. And a lot of my decisions come with that behind it. And I'm going to do what I have to do to make sure that they are better off than I was when I was a kid and better off than my parents were when they were kids. And I believe that's the same way that Diedrich moves to the world. Mm -hmm. I do have a question. Um, how long, uh, I know you're talking about this particular character. Um, yeah. have, are you? Does it take you a long time to, to really kind of master the character that you're portraying? I think um, that's that's a great question, my man. I don't. I wouldn't. I, master would be a hard thing to to say because I believe nobody. These characters aren't perfect, and I, I get what you're saying as far as me and golf immersing myself into this character, yeah. but. By immersing myself into his character, I definitely get the foundation. doesn't doesn't take too long um, because it's already in me. Everything mm -hmm. you know, you 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 have this vast imagination, and once you have these skill sets of training to be an actor, you know how to break down the character development, how to build this right. character from the ground up. But then, a lot of it for me is just trusting in myself and trusting in my thoughts of that character as I move through the script of how that he's going to react the way he's react. When he hears things that people are saying, he's going to react the way Diedrich is going to react because he's a person and he has different qualities and he reacts different ways to different things. And um, he's not perfect and there's going to be flaws within him. So pretty much just letting him and myself have the freedom to be vulnerable, right. to listen, and to react naturally. And I just let it go and, and just trust in, and trust in myself. Good. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. What, are, what are some of the things that you do, you know, before you get out of the trailer and you step mm -hmm. on the set? What are some of the things that you do to prepare yourself before the director says, playback, action? Yeah, yeah. Um, being being in in wardrobe is is a big thing for me. Being in the shoes of the role is a big thing for me because these are not my normal clothes that I would wear. And once I get into that clothing, um, I kind of just transform, and then I start thinking like the character. And even off camera, I'm just thinking like the character, interacting everything through the eyes of, of that of that character, Diedrich, and um. The, the script breakdown and all that, that's already been done before I'm, I'm stepping out on set. So all that's done and I'm trusting that I'm just pretty much being in my own head thinking and just relaxing and um, freeing up my, my instrument, my body to receive. You know, I want all stress that's not related to the character to, to be gone and I let it go. And so that... I have no tension that's going to block me from being truthful mm -hmm. as a character. Because if I have stress, if I'm worried about, I don't know, bills or some other issues with uh, friends or family members or partners, if that's on my brain or in my body, yeah. that stress is going to block me from being the best right. actor I can be mm -hmm. to portray that character at a time. So I try to just release all that. Mm. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, and it can be a distraction too as an actor. You wanna you wanna bring your A game. You wanna oh, give it sure. you wanna Especially. give it all you got. 
Yeah. Especially in Hollywood, man. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't get too many chances. You gotta <laughs> come right. 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 <laughs> DJ Roland, do you watch the show, or do you need to catch up to speed? I need to catch up with the speed because Tanya and I are trying to get. Uh, Tanya's my wife. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> trying to watch more shows together because uh, of our timing and everything. Because mm. um, um, definitely, I heard about it and I heard great things about it and i definitely want to catch up with that on a on a regular basis and whatnot so it's just that with my style of life and and, and sean knows this it's like okay all right (laughs) (laughs) you gotta get when you can get it for sure but it's a a great show to binge watch and i tell i'm i'm in season two i come in on episode two of season two but i tell people it's it's worth going back to season one and starting from episode one because the show is just really good and i and i promise you after watching the first episode of season season one you're going to be hooked yeah i like that yeah executive produced by the great antoine fuqua of course uh with a lineup of a-list actors hugh dylan michael beach diane Mm -hmm. west and of course jeremy renner um, I gotta yeah. ask you, you know, because our our thoughts and prayers still go out to yeah, Jeremy, you know, uh, and his family and stuff like that. It's great news that he is still in recovery mode. Um, what was your reaction when you got the news about Jeremy's injuries? Mm. Uh, I, I was, I was, I was fearful for him. Um, I've heard about it. I heard um, that he, you know, he almost lost his life on on the scene. And for, fortunately, there was a friend close by, our neighbor, that was a doctor that helped save his life. But, you know, who would have known that that person wasn't there? And just knowing the trauma he, he went through, my thoughts were about him as a human being and wanting the best for him, you know, because I can't imagine what he's going through. Um, being, I've been through a few near-death experiences at a younger age and I know when those things happen, none of this Hollywood stuff matters. You know, none of this, these achievements are money. None of this matters at the end of the day. And I'm sure this is the same for him that, and I'm glad that he's had the time to be around the loved ones because those relationships is really what, what is this in this world is things that we should prioritize. And he's taking that time. He's taking his time to recover. He's recovering um a lot better than they expected he, he's becoming mobile and i'm happy for him but as far as going through my mind it was really just you know praying for his his life and his recovery and yeah. his loved ones yeah yeah i could not see anybody playing the main role of the mayor other yeah. than jeremy renner he does an an exceptional an amazing job. I mean, he was already a great actor before the series came yeah. to light, but mm-hmm. Jeremy plays such a great role and he's known for a lot of dramatic roles, right? Yeah. It's definitely going to be more. There's a, you know, uh, if you see the show, there's a lot of characters on the show and a lot of avenues that they can take the show in direction. They in, they can take it in, but definitely Jeremy is killing it as the mayor. Uh, everyone loves him in that, in that role. If you watch the show, then you know that it's kind of those shows where anybody can die in the episode. So that's always has you kind of on the edge of your seat because you just never, it doesn't matter who you are on the show. Anybody can 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 get it. Now, now, now you saying now, because you said all of that, tell our listeners, especially DJ Roland, because he needs to catch up to speed. Tell the listeners, the viewers, what the show is actually about. Oh, so the the show is about this family, McCluskey family, who Jeremy's character, Mike McCluskey, is a and he was the the Miller brother. And what they do and what he does essentially is he's a power broker or or some may consider a peace broker between the justice system, law enforcement, and the prisons and and criminals uh, within our the uh, inmates of the prisons. So that he brokers deals. To keep the peace sometimes he does things that favor the the gangs and the inmates and sometimes he does things that favor the law he just makes sure that both sides are happy but as you can imagine when you're dealing with 
politics mm-hmm. in this way between these groups, a lot of things can happen. A lot of things can go wrong. And that's essentially what happens in this show is things go wrong. And then there's a domino effect. Yeah. If one thing goes wrong. And then you owe people things. And there's a lot of people who are who are <laughs> in your pockets as the mayor. And he's trying to please everybody. And, and you can only imagine the chaos that comes from that. Yeah. Um, for sure. It's it's one of those shows where you can see a lot of you're gonna see a lot of corruption, right? You're gonna see a lot of corruption, yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of street drama, street crimes and stuff. You know, I there was mm-hmm. one scene and, and I don't wanna give it away, but there was one scene in the episode, uh I believe it was either on season one or season two. It was one of those seasons, right? And mm-hmm. uh there was a pit bull. Oh yeah, the pit bull scene, yeah. right? It was in the car. It was in the car. Yeah. The guy in the car got shot up, yeah. and they yeah. sent this pit bull to go inside the yeah. car to finish the job. I'm oh, like, man. oh my goodness! <laughs> it gets. <laughs> I, I got a question on this. With this type of uh, environment of the uh, of the project. Sounds like there's no women involved in this. Uh, there, there is, there is. <laughs> there's quite, a, there's quite a bit, a few, a, a handful of women who are involved. Um, Jeremy, uh, Mike McCluskey has a secretary who's a prominent part of the show. He's there's also um, sex workers who are very much part of negotiations in the story itself. One of them, particularly. Um, I think uh, Iris, who played uh, by MI, she's a big part of the show because she, I don't want to give spoilers, but right. she wants to get out of the life that she's in. But okay. the person who is her boss is an inmate and old quote unquote friend of Mike McCluskey, of Jeremy's character. Right. And things get a little crazy with that. And then you got Diane. Um, Diane West. West, yeah. who you know, phenomenal actress, uh, yeah. big time, um, who plays his mom, and she she gets more involved in the second season. Uh, she's in the first season as well, and then you have uh, the prosecutors in the DA office. Like, there's there's definitely women uh, who probably, but there's so many characters in the show. That's that's right. the thing. There's a lot of character development, a lot of characters. That there's so many different stories and layers. <laughs> Yeah, because sex is usually kind of the calm, the calmer in this. And I was like, the way things are sounding, I'm like, there's no sex involved. <laughs> no, they, they definitely have that involved, but it, it comes it comes with a price. <laughs> right, yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, man. Like I said, Paramount Plus been rolling out a lot of great shows, you know, like this one. Of course, you have The Game and you got Yellowstone. Yes. Uh, you know, big shouts to Paramount Plus for yeah. the great content that he's been giving us. So definitely, if you haven't seen it already, make sure y'all check it out. Mayor of Kingston, or Kingstown, rather. Mayor of Kingstown, uh, available on Paramount Plus. Now, what other projects are you currently working on outside of Mayor of Kingstown? Oh, yeah. I just, uh, another show of mine, I was on episode three of Poker Face, just aired. Uh, two or three weeks ago with Natasha Leon. She's from uh, American Pie and Orange is New Black and Russian Dolls. She's the lead character. And every show is essentially an anthology. So like most of the cast is new every episode because she runs from town to town. And she has like a natural lie detector mm-hmm. inside of her that helps her know when people are lying. She helps people solve the mystery case of the week or murder case of the week, as you say. It's by the same writers as Knives Out. Uh, the movies and it's just very entertaining definitely worth watching i was in episode three with Lil rel and um it, it, was, uh, it was such a great experience i wouldn't place it for anything i got some uh, other projects coming out but under nda i can't speak to on too much now but you will be seeing me again on your screen more of me on your screen and i have an indie film that's going to be shooting in the philippines soon oh. um that I'm excited for. It's going to be a great adventure. I've never been. And speaking of traveling and experiencing new cultures, this is a great opportunity to not only get that while acting, but, you know, all in one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, That's good. Well, some fun facts about you when you're not shooting, when you're not on set, what are some fun things that you like to do on your time off? Um, I'm a, I, I love um, business development, to be honest. I, I'm an entrepreneur. I have a cybersecurity business and share co-working business and a few other things, real estate. So I'm always trying to find the, the next business to help grow my portfolio but outside of that when I'm more relaxing I've been riding my motorcycle a lot enjoying that we've been having a unusual warm winter in New York City mm-hmm. so I've been able to ride my motorcycle here and there um, I've been enjoying it not complaining uh, you know some people may say some things if something's not right if it's too warm <laughs> at this time of the year but yeah I'm gonna enjoy it um, I love snowboarding and, and being with my kids man and then you know Food. I, just, I love eating food. Man. <laughs> I mean, food. New restaurants, any food. Cuisine, I love it. I've read somewhere that your favorite foods or some of the foods that you love to eat are tacos. Oh, man. They should write a book about me and tacos. I, I love tacos. <laughs> <laughs> I might be like the Bubba Gump of tacos, man. <laughs> like tacos is really, I don't know. They got a special place in my heart. They just they just hit the spot every time. Do you make tacos uh, yourself? Because you know none that you you can make your own taco. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I used to I used to I used to celebrate Taco Tuesdays in my house every Tuesday for the longest. <laughs> I don't have as much time anymore, but that used to yeah. be my day. Um, and I used to really be big into fish tacos. I don't eat meat as much these days, but fish tacos were always like the sweet spot. Okay, mm. I do have a question. Is there a particular actor? And or actress that you would like to work with in the near future, Ooh. like one or two. Yeah. That's, a, that's a tough question, man. There's so many, there's so many, so many people that I grew up watching that I want to still work with. Like I want to work with Angela Bassett and Viola Davis and Mill Street and Daniel Day Lewis and Denzel and Will Smith. Mm. I would love to be in a movie with Denzel and Will Smith together. That would that would be that great. would be good. I, I heard yeah. I heard they're working on some type of project. Uh, Will Smith and Denzel. I heard something. I did. I didn't read the whole snip of it, but they yeah. had like a little thing. Like they might be working together real soon. Oh man, uh, I got to get on. Yeah, I'm gonna have to keep my eye on it, man. I'm gonna have to get. It. I'm gonna have to. I gotta get there before Michael B. Jordan get there. I gotta. I gotta get <laughs> <to it. laughs> but yeah, he could be in the movie too. We could all be in the film together, but. I can see. Uh, yeah. I, I, actually, I was going to say this real quick. Sorry, Sean. No, yeah, Michael B. Jordan and Will Smith are working on I Am Legend. I saw that. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah. you can um, be part of that, part of one of the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be great too, man. I'm open to receive, you know, the, the, any opportunities that are right for me. Definitely, um, they're coming, and I'm excited for the future of my career. I'm definitely awesome. ready. Yeah, absolutely, man. And and I love the fact that you got a degree. And, you know, this is going back to the fun facts <clears throat> of Marcus Brandon. You got a degree in computer engineering, right? Yeah. You know, you know what's so fascinating? I meet so many people in the industry that got a degree in something, whether it's marketing or criminal <clears throat> justice or computer engineer, engineering like you, but they are all actors, <laughs> they are actors and actresses so <laughs> yeah um i i actually i majored in acting when i first went to college and then i said i for myself i was like coming from the humble begins i was like I, I think i want something a little bit more financial secure and and something that yeah. something that i knew the future would grow in the future and continue to grow with technology and new computers would be around so if anything happened I would always be able to find a job with computers in some way. Um, and, and so I switched it to computer engineering. Mm. And uh, I think maybe, not to, not to knock my school and their actors program, but maybe if I went to, you know, Yale or NYU, I might stuck with the actor degree. But I went to Middle Tennessee State University. So I was like, you know what? I think there's, I probably could find other ways to become an actor. And, 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 um, depend on that but i was like i'm gonna go with computer engineering they had a great engineering uh department yeah uh, one of the top programs so I, I went with that route again not to knock their acting program but i think it was it was a better decision for myself and i just love computers mm. yep yep uh engineering that's a part of the stem 
I don't know what you call mm-hmm. it, but the STEM thing, you know, science, yeah. technology, engineering, mm-hmm. and math. Uh, those are the four, the four powerful yeah. sources that will lead you to lucrative jobs. Now, if we can just Definitely, only add the extra E in there, entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, add the extra E in there between engineering and yeah. mathematics, science, technology, yeah. engineering, <laughs> entertainment, and math. Yeah. Yeah, I think there would be more and more people in entertainment. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. I, I think more and hey. more people are coming to it. I, I, yeah. It's definitely more saturated these days than before. You know, there's a lot right. more opportunities with different platforms, all these streaming platforms and YouTube. And that's the one thing that I'm kind of scared of with AI. I think the AI is going to give even more opportunities for someone in the middle of nowhere to create a cinematic project perfect with AI. They could just have their phone, a, a couple of actors, and they could create a cinematic, perfect cinematic yeah. movie. AI yeah. just goes in and fix it. But you know, I'm an but, old school type of person, though. Yeah. I, I still love to go to the movie theater. I still love to go to Dang. the movie theater. I still love to go to the drive-in movies. Yeah. I still, hell, I still love to go to the $1 movie theaters. I don't think they have any of those anymore. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't really. <laughs> no, they're not. You know, the last, but true story, though, here in Georgia, right? I went mm-hmm. to a $1 movie theater, and this was back in 2018. No. Huh? Yes. That wasn't even that huh? long ago. It was one yeah. in, I want to say it was Fayetteville, Georgia. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's unheard of. I thought it was obsolete. I got to go. No <laughs> I mean, I'm just and saying that. I'm just saying they got one blockbuster video store here in America. They got to be at least one movie dollar theater somewhere here Someone's in the left. somewhere here in the United States of America. Yeah, I know in Jersey we got a few drive-ins. It's not the dollar one. But there's a drive-in theater. I still like that nostalgia of that. Yeah. For sure. I love it. I love it, man. So before we let you go, uh, because I know you got to go, Marcus. Uh, Of course, we are celebrating 50 years of hip-hop. And Mm. we're going to do something on each of our episodes between now and the end of the year to commemorate 50 years of hip hop and you know this show was built off of hip hop that's why it's called the beat break right the beat break morning show so you gotta tell us what was the first hip hop album we're gonna ask you three questions what (laughs) what was the first hip hop album you purchased that's question number one oh man the first one I think the first one was AT Aliens Whoa! Outcast! Wow! Yeah, Outcast! Wow! Very first one, I was like, "Oh, I want to, I gotta get this one." You know, being the South, you know, there, there was, there were the ones, and and that album was just, I mean, it's up there. It's in the classic. You were in school when you got it, didn't you? Was that what? (laughs) Yeah, in school. You were in school when you got it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the way. <laughs> right, right. Okay, that's what's up. Okay, so yeah, that was your first album. album. All right, second question. What is in your playlist right now, all things considered rap or uh, hip-hop? What is in What is in Marcus Brandon's playlist? I'm going to say once, once you shuffle around the kids, <laughs> the kids... Uh, Animated movie theme songs. Um, I'm gonna say is is I I, I love FKJ. Uh, oh. Sego. Um FKJ stands for I think French Kiwi Juice. Uh, dope multi instrumentalist with a lot of jazz undertones. Um, little uh, baby, little baby is in there. Uh, keep some future Tim's Wiz Kid is in there. Um, uh, Dirk, I keep keep him rotating, um, but yeah, and feature. Yeah. Okay, all right. The newest, yeah, the newest joints, I, the newest. Yeah, the newest but artists, but yeah. I mean, I gotta keep my I keep my J Cole on rotation and my Kendrick on rotation. Um, and I just I was I was just listening to some uh, Tupac and Bone Thug <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> 
Yeah, you got you got to throw in some old school in there. So you got to yeah, balance. Sure. Okay. All right. One more question: Who would win in a rap battle, uh, mm. the baby or little baby? <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna give it to little baby just because. I mean, they both got unique styles, but I think little baby's a little bit more. A little bit more quick on the toes, I think, but they're both very entertaining. Wow, what about, what about you? You saying the opposite? Who you coming? Who you claiming? I, 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 I'm, I'm a DJ, and it's it, me. The, the all I can say is. Somebody named Baby will win. That's all. I just <laughs> Wait, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta actually specify. Are we talking about Baby from Cash Money? Like which Baby are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about Little Baby and the Baby. That's, okay, that's, but so that's, Baby, that's, aka Birdman, is not included in this no, conversation. No, no, no. Okay, he ain't talking about that. He ain't talking about that. All right, talking about <laughs> Little Baby and Dub. And I say, baby, somebody named Baby will win. That's all. Somebody I with Baby. Okay. <laughs> I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. Well, me right. either, man. Uh, leave, me, leave me out here on the island, then. <laughs> uh, well, Marcus Brandon, man, I appreciate you for coming on the Beat Break Morning Show. Uh, once again, he is on Mayor of Kingstown, available on Paramount Plus. So, yo, you yeah. all make sure you check out his character, Diedrich, uh, as the image intimidating deadly leader of the bloods man so this show and even his character and his scenes it'll mm. definitely keep you in suspense so make sure y'all check it out uh season two available as well as season one on paramount plus man any uh last remarks any shout outs you want to give before you sign off uh definitely hit me up if, it, if even actors who are coming up hit me up if you want some advice marcus lorenzo brandon on ig and uh, just wishing everybody the best, man. Thanks again for having me, man. Oh, Grateful. Man. Thank you so much, man. You're welcome anytime to the Beat Break Morning Show atmosphere, brother. We really appreciate it. Much success to you and uh, much Thank more you. in your acting career, man. Uh, definitely. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you so much. Right. Marcus Brandon, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Mayor of Kingstown. Watch it. Watch it, watch it. Season one promise, and season I promise, two. I promise. <laughs> Catch up. Yeah. All right. Catch up. Thank you so much. All right. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Uh, we are at the top of the hour, DJ Rollum. So we're going to have more of the Beat Break Morning Show with myself, yours truly, Sean Garvey, and DJ Rollum and Star Kells, who is here in the spirit. So stay tuned for this station id and we got more on the way next right here on the beat break morning show y'all keep it locked sean garvey is the mc so respect the architect as i put your bill dj rollum is the dj go dj that's my dj go dj that's my dj and star kells fills you in on what's trending hey, do anything for clout do anything for clout the Beat Break Morning Show. Tune in and tap in.